Do you want to know? Do you want to know? Do you want to know what the most hated time of a service is for a visitor? It's the welcome time. It's the welcome time, and the reason is, is that we're just like every other church in America. I want you to hear that. There's not any difference. What we do is, is we greet our visitors, those people that are new. We greet them initially, and then we turn and we talk to our friends. And I have been in many churches. I do get out every once in a while. When I'm out, it doesn't matter anywhere in the world. They do have the welcome time where you get up and you greet people. And the reason we don't do it is because of this. I'm going to tell you, because my experience, and it's been my experience to even watch you guys do the same thing. You may not think you do it, but you do the same thing. What you do is you go over there and you greet those people that, you know, you'd say, they're new. I need to greet this person. But then you go and you you spend your time talking to your friends, the people that you know. And when you are a visitor, you know what you're doing? You're just standing there. You're just standing there. And it's so awkward. You're looking around all these people and they're talking to each other. And you're just standing there. I have been there. I have seen this. I have been in other churches and and they've done the same thing. They are not any different from this church. And it is very natural to want to talk to your friends. I understand that. I mean, I'm glad that you want to talk to your friends. Not, not a problem there. But that's what happens to us. That's what happens. Yet, let me tell you, there's always greeting people is necessary. But here's what people are not looking for. You just recognize this. People are not looking for a friendly church. They're looking for a, a church where they can find friends. That's a totally different thing. Not just a friendly church but a place where they can find friends. And a greeting is absolutely necessary. I'm going to show some of the, or not show, I'm going to actually just put their names up there and describe them a little bit. But name some of the greetings that are go around the world. Now, what I want you to do, you ever go to the eye doctor? And you go to the eye doctor, and the eye doctor says, one or two, one or three, three or four. You know, you understand that? So what I want you to do when I put them up there, when they put them up on the screen, I want you to say, I like that one better. Okay? Because at the very end of my message, I'm going to have you stand and greet each other with your favorite one. Okay, so you understand this. So I'm going to let you, you, this is a test. So it goes on, it goes on. There's a different kind of greetings in different parts of the world. In the Middle East, especially in Qatar, Yemen, uh, Oman and the United Arab Emirates, you rub noses. Okay? So the rubbing noses, put that one up there first there, uh, uh, DJ. It should be up there. Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, let, let's go with this one. I'll go, with, I'll go rub noses. I got the air kiss out of place. Okay, in many of the countries, like France, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Latin America, Ukraine, uh, Quebec, uh, and, you know, they do an air kiss. Okay, I got them out of order, so you understand that. However, they don't all do the same air kiss. Okay, some do one air kiss, some do two air kiss, some do three air kiss, and some do four air kiss, you know, alternating back and forth. Uh, Only in Argentina do the 
Men rub faces when they air kiss each other, only in Argentina. So that's the case. And Vicky's from Argentina, so she. And, and Shane says he's rubbed faces with a lot of Argentinians, so, so that's the case. In New Zealand, the Maori, they also rub noses, but they put their heads up against the person like this. They put their foreheads together and they put their noses together, and they call it the sharing of breath. That's the marijuana. So it's another rub nose. In many, many countries, they shake hands. But they all don't shake hands the same way. In China, you get a light handshake. You understand? In Germany, it's one yank. That's it. It's over. You know, it's not shake. It's That's it. Okay? The Middle Easterns only use the right hand because they consider the left hand not clean. They, and if the hands are dirty or wet, in a couple of the countries, like the Moroccans, they'll touch the back of their right hands. If they're muddy, the Rwandans will grasp the wrist. If, the, if they're bo- even the wrists are muddy, they'll, they'll touch wrist as well. In Zimbabwe and uh, Mozambique, they will shake hands, grab the thumb, go up, and shake hands again. Okay, so this is the thing, so you remember that. And uh, in a couple of the countries, they clap. The first person claps once, the other person claps twice. Okay, but here's the thing, uh, men and women. The men clap like this. The women clap like this. You see, understand, not the number, but the, the way they clap. So you have to remember this. Men, this way. Women, this way. Understand, I don't want you to get mixed up there. Anyway, in Malaysia... You will take the other person's hand, and then you'll let go of their hand, and you'll do this. Okay, that's kind of sweet. And then if you're polite, you'll do the same thing back to them, okay? You understand what I'm saying? Unless it's a lady, and if the lady doesn't stand, stick her hand out, then they just simply go like this and nod their head. That's the, that's the way it is in Malaysia. If you get over there, you can see that they'll do that. In Cambodia, India, Nepal, and many other countries, in fact, Thailand, Japan, they bow, but they don't all bow the same way. Okay? In Cambodia and in, uh, in India and in, 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 in Laos and some of those in that area, they put their hands together like this. They say, Namaste. That means I bow to you. It's not a nasty word. Okay? Namaste. Okay? And so they do it like this and they bow their head. In Japan, they bow all the way down, depending on how much they respect you. The lower, the better. The women put their hands here, not here. Okay, so if they bow, the women bow like this. The men bow like this, okay? Except for the younger Japanese, and they just all do that. They don't go all the way down anymore. In Greenland and Tuvalu, they sniff faces. Okay, you'll put your cheek up against their cheek, and <laughs> I know you're thinking of dogs. Anyway, so um, and so that's what they do. Okay, they put their they actually put their lip in the upper. You know, anyway, uh, and so y'all are getting into this. Okay, now not to be undone, y'all remember all of these. Okay, because you're gonna have to do it at the end. Okay, in Tibet, they stick out their tongues. So you're, that's it. It has, a, it has a story that goes behind it. There was a king in Tibet at one time had a black tongue. 
And so I guess they were saying, I'm not the king. And the other person was saying, you know, if there was, had the black tongue, he was the king. I guess that's how he did it. I guess that's how he proved he was. However, it stuck. They still stick out their tongues at each other. Okay, now, I, I have a, a deal. I want to tell you that, that Brett has a theory. I'm not going to tell you what the theory is, that which one you guys are going to pick. Okay, so I'm going to let you know that that's going to be done. We're going to do this at the end. And he's going to actually watch you and see if he's right. And, and in fact, is in fact, folks, even COVID has changed the way we greet each other, doesn't it? Hadn't it? I mean, we're bumping this and bumping that, you know, whatever we're doing. And, you know, we're not shaking hands as much as we did. I've, I've gone back to doing it, but I realize when somebody doesn't reach out, I, I don't want to reach out either. If they put their fist out there, I bump with their fist. I mean, just letting you know how, how it's been with, with COVID. Now, is it important that we greet each other? Well, the Bible seems to think so. I mean, I just read to you uh, over the last couple of weeks about 26 times that Paul said greet in this one chapter. In this one chapter. And so we get to chapter 16, 16, and he says this. He says, greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. So after these, and we don't really know, when I say 26 people, it's not 26 people because many times it said, uh, greet the family of so-and-so, greet the, the, you know, the, uh, the, the household of so-and-so. So there's a, there's a, we don't know how many people Paul was saying to greet in terms of all of that. But most of the commentaries skip over this verse right here as if it isn't important. But I believe that it is intrinsic to who we are as human beings. We seem to have a way of greeting other people. And if you go to other cultures, they have a way of greeting other people. Now, why is it so important? Well, first, relationships begin with a greeting. That's how you start a relationship in the very beginning. And by the way, folks, you don't, you you never get a second chance to make a first impression, right? Uh, I was in a, a restaurant with my wife, which was a little over a week ago. And it's a good restaurant. Don't don't misunderstand. I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, diss this restaurant or anything like that. But the deal is, is that they got our order and somebody else's order mixed up. But it's the only time we'd ever been to that restaurant. It was our first time to be to that restaurant. And I said to my wife, she can testify to this. I said, you know, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. This is the only impression we had of that place. Now, what we figured out afterwards was when they tried to deliver us their food, and we said, no, that's not ours, and then they gave it to this other uh, people that came in after us, by the way, and they got their food first, and then they brought our food out. Guess what they also did? They messed up the bills. We paid a whole lot less, too. Those people had paid for our bill and left. And then we got a bill, and we didn't even notice it till a day or so later. And, and I had to go look on my credit card to see how much they charged us. And I said, whoa, they messed up. The problem is the restaurant got all their money. So going back to the restaurant and giving them back the money's not going to do. And there is no way to figure out who those other people were. I'd go back and make it right, but I don't know how to make it right. So if you're here and I owe you $8.24, you know, come forward. Okay, so... And you'll have to name the, the restaurant, by the way. Okay, so here's the situation. When you do make a bad impression in the first place, you know what you have to do? You've got to dig yourself out of the hole in the first place. When you've done it poorly in the very beginning, you've got to dig yourself out of the hole in order to get back on level ground. See, you will need to go out of your way to establish a relationship that is meaningful. 
After you've made a bad bad first impression, this is what happens. I believe this is the greatest detriment to the sharing of our faith with others because we haven't taken the time or made the effort to just to get to know people. Instead of us going in over there and knocking on the door, I don't care who you are, I don't care where you've been, I don't care anything about you, but did you know you're going to hell today? You think that goes over really well. You see, so we don't get to know people. And we especially don't get to know people that aren't like us. I mean, if they have a different political view, if they have a different way that they eat, or if they have a different whatever they do, we don't generally get to know the people that are not like us. And in fact, as uh, we don't know, most of us don't know our neighbors other than the ones that are living to the left and the right of us, except for a hand wave. Uh, I think that's the people that live there. Let's wave, hand, let's wave our hands. A good greeting is one that leaves the door open for future contact. This is what we have in a good greeting. See, however, again, we don't we have live in a culture. We don't know our neighbors. And that culture is making us weaker, by the way. Because we have suspicions about those people that we don't know. And we talk about those people that we don't know. We had a neighbor in our, uh, in our area where I live. And our neighbors, the neighbors I was with, we called that, that neighbor Batman. And we called him Batman because before the car arrived, the, the garage door would go up. And they went into the bat cave and they closed the door real fast. And we never saw him again. We call him Batman. And it was very easy to talk about that individual. Not that that's the right thing to do, but it is certainly very easy to do so. And we are judgmental about that sort of thing. And, and we, but we band together with the people that we know. You know, we talk about our country being divided. And yet as Christians, do we do anything about it? And I know what everybody says. Well, what can we do? I think we can take the lead in this. And see, see, what we can do is we can can up our political views. We can can up what we think is right and wrong just for a little bit, not in the terms of what the Bible says. I'm just talking about the way you raise your kids and all of that kind of stuff. And get to know the people that might not do things the way we do them. Just get to know them. And so what we need to do is we need to love on those people until they realize we love those people. You know, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. I know that's trite and it's a saying, but it really is true. It's absolutely true. And so if we love on these people, then there'll be a a new way of being able to talk to them. And it all starts with a greeting. A couple of years ago, I got convicted that I didn't know my neighbors. It was that thing in the Bible, you know, that says, love your neighbor as yourself. It was that one. Yeah. And I said, I don't know my neighbors. I know the ones on the left and the right of me, but I really don't know them. And I said, you know, I've been living here 12 years. I mean, I don't get another chance to make that first impression. That's for sure. And so I said, what can I do? And I said, I can make pies. And so I decided that I would pick out, I just picked out 10 because I didn't want to make any more pies, to tell you the truth. And I just picked out 10 around me and I I went around like that. And what I did is, is I just made them pies. You cannot believe how much suspicion was there the first time I knocked on the door. Here's a pie. You know, give it to the dog. It's, you know, anyway, but the, <clears throat> but the thing is, is that that's what happened. And so I got into that and started making a relationship and starting over. 
In Matthew 7, we have a teaching from Jesus that says that not everyone that calls Jesus Lord is going to get into heaven. And when they were told they weren't going to get into heaven, what did they say? Look at the things we have done. Not who we knew or who we know, but look at the things that we have done. But that wasn't their criteria from getting into heaven. You remember what Jesus said? Matthew 7, 23. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Do you see what it says there that was the reason that they weren't getting into heaven? I never knew you. I never knew you was the reason they were going to be excluded from heaven. I never knew you. That was it. See, there was never a greeting in the first place. Well, just like when you go around the world, there's different kinds of greetings. Did you know that there's a greeting that God has too? There's a greeting that you'd give to God. It's found in Romans chapter 10, verse 8. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Confession is more than mouthing the words. Believe me, confession is a commitment. It is a commitment. And belief is more than knowing the facts. Belief is an eternal, internal change. Without that confession of the mouth that Jesus is Lord, without the belief in the heart that God raised him from the dead, you don't know him because you have never met him. That's as simple as simple can be. And most people that say, I know Jesus is Lord. Many people, I should say, not most, but many, they may not know him at all because they have never, ever met him. Paul says to greet each other with a holy kiss. Holiness is at the core of a Christian greeting. There cannot be another ulterior motive. See, we have baited and switched on people so much in the church that they have a right to be suspicious of us. First time we did the, uh, the Navy band being here, I got a call from some guy. And he said, he said uh, you're going to have the Navy band? I said, yeah. He says, it's outside person in the community. I said, you're going to have the Navy band? I said, yeah, we're going to have the Navy band. He says, and what are you going to do after the band finishes? I said, I'm going home. I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going home. You know, and, and he was surprised. We baited and switched on people so many times with an ulterior motive. Motive, And I know the people are saying we need to be wise as serpents. I've heard that so many times. It, it, you know, and most of the time when people are saying we need to be wise as serpents, it's actually we're wolves, but we're putting sheep's clothing on. It's the other way around. We're going into the sheep. Jesus said <clears throat> we need to understand we're sheep going in amongst wolves. But we haven't acted like this. Holiness means that this greeting has the Lord in the greeting. Now, I'm going to admit this, folks. Most kissing doesn't have the Lord in it. Do you understand that? That's really true, okay? But a lot, of, a lot of times when people are greeting each other, they don't have the Lord in it either. See, there's no holiness in a greeting that says, what can you do for me? There's no holiness in that. 
when uh, I was in college, one of my, I, I call him a roommate, but actually four of us had this uh, two-bedroom apartment. I had a uh, roommate and, and the other guy in the other apartment. Anyway, that, that was a guy in the other, not in the other apartment, but the other bedroom. And, and he and I would go out on, at midnight on Friday nights on the college campus. And we found that there was people out there just sitting by themselves. They looked very lonely. And so we went up to them. I'll give you our greeting. It's one of the best you've ever heard, I'm sure. We're out here talking to people about Jesus. Do you want to hear what we got to say? Not the best you ever heard, is it? Not really all that great. And you'd probably say, well, most people would say, get that guy out of our face. Do you want to know what really happened? Most of the people said yes. Most of the people said yes. Doesn't that blow your mind? You see, you know, I really would rather we build bridges... But if you're just flat out honest with people in the first place, and you do really have a holy motive in mind, you'll be amazed at how many people will just flat out say yes. If we could show them some genuine love and not ask for anything and love on them, then we would have permission to share Jesus with people. Greeting is also an act. It is an act. Now, I don't mean you're acting out like it's not real. I'm talking about it is something that you physically do. It is something that you must do. It, you, you see, if, well, let me give you this. You, some of you have teenagers. If your teenager, if you say to your teenager, did you take out the trash? And their answer was, I thought about it. What does that mean? They didn't do it, Right? They didn't do it. It's not about thinking about it. It's, it's about doing it. Greet is in the imperative in the original language in here in the scripture. It is a command to act. You see, it means that we need to come across in a warm and a friendly uh, manner. Now, we stopped kissing each other somewhere along the line, and I'm kind of glad that did stop myself as far as that goes. But it does mean that there needs to be a warm greeting, and it needs to remain a warm greeting. You see, and here's the other thing. I've heard people say, well, I'm not a people person. What difference does that make? God did not, the Holy Spirit did not give me the the, uh, gift of mercy. Does that mean I don't have to show mercy to anybody? If I'm not a people person, that doesn't make any difference. That still means I still have to love on people. And it still means that I need to greet people. It still means that I need to build relationships. All of that is so true. In a singles group. That I was teaching, it was even years and years ago. I was teaching, you know, uh, creation story. And I was, I was talking about, you know, Adam and, you know, and, and what happened and I, uh, with Adam. And I talked about, you know, and, and God uh, took a rib from Adam's side and fashioned it into the woman. And I said to the singles group, there's men and women there. I said, why do you think that God chose to take a rib from Adam's side and not just go and get some clay and, and start from scratch and make Eve? And a single lady said this, and I'll never forget, because it was not prompted or scripted or anything like that. She said, maybe God didn't want Adam to treat her like dirt. And I thought about that. You know, I don't think God wants us to treat anybody like dirt. So we need to greet each other warmly. Greeting also, one thing beautiful about greeting, greeting renews a relationship. Have you seen somebody that you, you, know, you hadn't seen in a long time, but they were a good friend? And what happened? What did you do? You went up, you might have run up to them, 
You grabbed them. You may have hugged them. You were glad to see them. Have you seen somebody that you hadn't seen in a long time and you didn't want to see them? Do you understand what I'm saying? Did you run up there and grab a hold of them and hug them? Did you say, let's renew the bad relationship that we had before? No, you didn't. But when you, when you have a, you can renew a relationship. Isn't it amazing how fast you can renew a relationship? Somebody that you loved and you knew and all of a sudden you, you see them and guess what? You're, you're able to run up there and, you know, and, and within minutes you're talking about the stuff that's going on in your lives and, and you're just enjoying each other's presence. And what happened? It started again with what? A greeting. In June, on June the 1st, this is hard for me to believe because I know that most of you think I'm 25 years of age. But in, on June the 1st, I will have graduated from high school 50 years ago. Let you know that. And I'm planning on going back, not on June the 1st, but I'm planning on going back in the fall when they have the homecoming, uh, you know, for the, for the high school. I'm planning on going back and I'm hoping that I'm going to see some of my uh, high school uh, classmates that I hadn't seen in a long, long time. How do you think I should greet them? Think about that. So could I get the musicians to come up here again? They're, they're, come up here quickly, guys. And what I want to do here is, is I want, you remember this, everybody to stand right now. Everybody here. Go ahead and stand. It's not over, so don't run out. You can't run out. <laughs> 